Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. Everybody and welcome on into this week's edition of Megan Felmick Sports. We have a draft day special for you all. That's right. We're talking about NFL football season once again. I am Megan Connolly, joined as always by Megan Gailey. Megan, what's happening? Killing. Kill. I like that. Killing. Killing. I said chilling. Oh, I thought you said killing. I was like, all right. Yeah, she's I'm, out. Just, I'm just killing it as as Megan in LA. Good. Well, we'd love to hear it. We um, shall cook the show off the way that we always do with our morons and our menches of the week. Um, I will start and I would like okay. to give my mensch of the week to you, Megan Gailey. Wow. Yesterday, we all celebrated one year since your beautiful baby <sighs> boy Conrad was born. Um, I'm a very sentimental person just reflecting on this past year. This time last year, Eddie and I were doing the podcast without you. And I think we've grown a lot as a show. Mm -hmm. It's been really fun to watch you from afar tackle motherhood. And um, we are all just really proud of you. And so you are my mensch, you and your beautiful baby, Conrad. You sent us a gorgeous picture of him yesterday. All of the nurses at um, the doctor's office were falling in love with your child as they should. He's got it. And you sent a gorgeous bouquet of flowers um, to celebrate. We went to Disneyland yesterday. A lot of bad jerseys there. Ooh. Disneyland is a great place to go. Wow, I forgot. I mean, there was a there was a man wearing a Seahawks Russell Wilson jersey. And I go, sir, we got to update. We, <laughs> we, I mean, we got to move on. Um, you see really like Mickey baseball jerseys, funny, funny stuff. My least favorite apparel I saw, though, was um, a family and the mom and son are wearing shirts that say best day ever, like in the Disney font. And then the dad is wearing a shirt that says most expensive day ever. <laughs> And it just, I like it. I like it. It hits me in a place that I go, I don't like this. And it may be because I'm sure that man is not paying for it by himself. Like, it's like we, we live in a world and a country where you need two incomes to be able to have a child and go to Disney. And I'm like, sir, if you don't like it here and you think it's so expensive, stay the home or just buy a shirt that says, I hate my family. Um, because that's, I'm like, are you not having fun? Uh, Conrad had such a great time. Zero tears. Wow. Zero tears. He went on a ride. So cute. He was really brave because we went on the Alice in Wonderland ride, which I thought was just like, you're outside the whole time. No, you go inside. There's like psychedelic things happening. It was even a little freaky for me. He got to run around Toontown. He pulled a woman's hair. He got hugged by a boy he didn't know. He ate, he ate a hot dog. He spit up some pizza. He really, he peed his, he peed through his pants. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a real special time. Um, they are stingy with these characters now. They are. Did you not yeah. see Daisy? She's your favorite, right? Daisy is nowhere. Day I'm, I'm actually going to need to do a documentary about it. They, they, there's no da Daisy merch. It's like, mm. what did Daisy do? Um, I, I don't know if Daisy had an abortion. Did she, did she cheat on Donald? No. She loves Donald, despite Donald being a damn um, but no, I even like asked people like this man named Dave. He goes, Daisy stuff, really hard to find. He said it like that. Like there was a story behind it. Um, but I don't no, think we are talking enough about Daisy Duck as a society. We're not. Um, but no, they have the, the, the characters. They got C-listers, D-listers out there. Mm. Some cow named Arabella. They're treating this like she's damn Kamala Harris. They got secret service all around. I go, nobody knows who Arabella is. I have no and idea who Arabella is. The, the most famous one, I saw Pluto. Pluto, they go, Pluto, Pluto's heading out. Oh, okay, Pluto's got an appointment. And then um, <laughs> and then we saw Jesse from Toy Story. It's like, yeah, these none of these we are. We want big. Woody. We want Buzz. We want so Woody. We did, we Maybe see, Mr. Potato Head. We see Jesse. I go, oh, Jesse, you know, so excited. She got red hair, whatever. And so we get in the line, and you know, Jesse's regular was like. So Jesse actually needs to wrap up like this the way they talk about it. It's so un it's like this is a fake character dressed in like this is a person dressed as a fake character. Just let my damn baby see the character. 
Um, did Mickey obviously has to be there, right? Mickey's a- in his house. Mickey's in his house. 45 minute wait, 45 minute wait to see Mickey. Really? See Mickey. And then they got mini separate 30 minute wait. Now, how long is the wait to see the cast of Frozen? I feel like that's that. I didn't even see those. They're on. Mm-mm. They see they're at the draft. No, they're at the draft. They're they're in Kansas City. Mm, and they, they, they couldn't have they a backup. Stands. There's only no, one. And then like I and then I'm like, I was like, I thought maybe it was Pocahontas because it was like a girl dressed as Pocahontas. But there was no one around her. And our nanny who we had come with us was like, I think that's just like a like a side character. <laughs> but like, I'm about to go up to anybody, you know, like I'm I'm going to make anything where if you, if you got a sombrero on, I'm telling Conrad it's the whole cast of Coco. OK. <laughs> Um, but we we had a really, really fun time and everyone was in a good mood. Like everyone, good. we got to chat with other families. So it was great. Thank you so much um, for your love and support. Well, I just feel like, you know, we obviously on my birthday, I think about me and only me because it's my birthday. But really, yeah. I did nothing on my birthday. My mother did all the work on my birthday. Right. So I do feel like the mothers need to be acknowledged on the child's birthday because Absolutely. they did the work. So that's why I sent you a bouquet of flowers. I threw Conrad's name on it because you know, Side. he matters to me as well, but, but it was, it was really about you. So happy there. birthday. Thank you. you. Um, my mensch this week, I went to the Lakers, uh, Grizzlies game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so my mensch is red Panda who performed at halftime. Now this gal, when you hear Red Panda's performing at halftime. You go, I know it's going to be a great show. She's on her unicycle. She mm-hmm. throws the bowls. I find her to be so good. And then they were they were giving close-ups. And I was like, oh, Red Panda is now in, in her 50s. Yeah, and- I think she's lost her fastball. I saw her at the Big East <gasps> tournament. Not a great performance by Red Panda. She had it at the Lakers game. She had it. And so now I'm like, maybe, maybe it was the star studded event. Also, Flea performed the Star Spangled Banner on his trumpet. It was so sick, so good. Like, even black people were like, I guess I'll stand. Like, this is good. Like, he really, you not, and Flea noted, noted Lakers fan. The the atmosphere between that and Red Panda was top-notch red panda like went she was like riffing she was she was going rogue she threw extra bowls up there because she was hitting every single mark i'm really happy to hear this because college basketball season is her time to shine we don't Mm -hmm. often see red panda at nba games so maybe since she had such a disappointing college basketball season if you can't get it done at the garden i don't know where you can get it done at so i'm glad to hear that you got to see red panda in her prime at crypto.com arena, for, um, also known as Staples Center. Gorgeous legs for a 50 some. She is gal, getting up so. there, and it leads us to wonder who is going to replace Red Panda. I don't know. There's a gal who throws her the bowls, mm-hmm. and she's really beautiful. Um, she was in like a purple suit, and I'm like, I wonder if that's a daughter, a niece, or if that's just like a hired friend, or that could just be the like they have auditions at crypto and they're like, who yeah. can throw the bowls the best, but she was great. But riding on a unicycle, very tough. When I was um, at the Celtics Eddie, game, they had a dog getting um, frisbees. I, I love him too. He's, know, he's, he's amazing. Really I've seen him. I love him. Um, Eddie, do you have a mensch this week? I do. My mention this week. So we're recording this right now, midday Wednesday, 115 Pacific time. The draft, obviously, tomorrow, NFL draft. Um, and this is maybe simple and, and stupid, but for me, a person who loves the draft, one of my favorite events of the year. What I love about this one, and yeah, there's a clear favorite. It's it's probably Bryce Young, obviously, if you're looking at the odds. But there's still a little bit of intrigue with this first overall pick. And the years leading up to it, we've always had like the clear cut favorite, even uh, remember a decade ago or so, like they were signing rookies to deals before the draft Mm -hmm. even happened. Mm -hmm. Like there was no, like nothing fun (laughs) about this. And this draft to me, even though some people are saying doesn't have the super high end talent, which is wrong Mm -hmm. because every draft always has the hall of fame players. um, What's great about this one is we really don't know what's going to happen at one. Definitely because of this Will Levis story, even though I think it's kind of a smoke screen. And then number two, like, 
it's pretty divided. Will the Texans take quarterback or not? Uh, are they going to go edge rusher? Uh, is Anthony Richardson a legitimate top three to five uh, player in this draft? Like there's so many question marks and we still have nothing mapped out this close to the draft. And I really cannot remember a draft that this, this has happened before. And uh, I'm the first one to poo poo the NFL if they screw up. But this year it's actually been quite exciting. And maybe that's because my giants aren't picking the top five anymore. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah. But, must be uh, fun for you. Um, but, uh, well, hopefully for you, Megan, you get your quarterback of the future, but, but this is so, this is so great that it's still exciting to put the draft on and be like, I really don't know what's going to happen. So shout out to the NFL and the Panthers too, for keeping it on lockdown. If they know their pick, which I think they probably do, but this is, uh, this is quite a bit of fun. Eddie's Eddie's mentioned this week, Roger Goodell. I never saw that one coming. Absolutely (laughs) love it. Eddie, Eddie, stay with us. No, come back. Eddie, stay stay with us and and give us right into your moron. My moron, I'm going to bash a different league. This can count as the hockey update. but And this is a couple games ago. This happened right after we recorded um, last week. But in the Kings-Oilers game, I actually happened to go to Kings-Oilers game four, uh, game three on Friday. There was a really terrible call that could have shifted the series. Now, the the Oilers, they won Mm -hmm. last night. They are leading the Kings, uh, which I am happy about. And uh, they really should have at least had the chance to win uh game three and that that was in overtime so what happened was there was a high, uh, you cannot play the puck with a high stick which means if your stick mm-hmm. is above the crossbar uh you know if you basically if you're holding the stick <laughs> up vertically in the air you're going to get whistled what happens most most of the time in regular season hockey if it's a close play they'll blow it dead and you'll just take a face off within uh the zone you're in uh, on one of the circles what happened in this game versus the Kings and Oilers, you know, it happened to play the, the puck was spinning upwards, clearly hit the top of a stick and it changed tra- trajectory and the way it was spinning and it was going up, hit the stick and then started to fall down. Clearly that should be at least a whistle. And and they reviewed this and still found it was not conclusive evidence to overturn that, which is terrible. And, uh, you know, Connor McDavid, the best player in hockey was right McJesus. there at the play. McJesus was there and he threw his hands up going like, Hey refs blow the whistle, which obviously causes him to stop playing defense. And they scored like a split second oh, later. Uh, the game and that was an overtime. In the game, the game ended like that. And even the Oilers coach Jay Woodcroft was saying, you know, I'm going to side with the best player in hockey. Uh, most everyone online, like, I mean, all one side, it was like, that was clearly a high stick because the puck just changed the way it was. It was flipping in, in midair. Um, um, so I just wanted to throw that out there as my my morn of the week because not only am I not crushing just NFL refs this time, I'm also yes, going to yes. crush the NHL refs. Yes. And I'm proving inconsistent it, equal not, opportunity. And it's not with my teams. I do not root for uh, the the Oilers or the Kings. So this has nothing to do with my teams. So once again, I'm just trying to say if you're going to review it, get it right. Just, but you've like, got the technology. I, that's, I, that's what it comes. Yeah. And that, that's another great point too. They basically not enough conclusive like camera evidence. Like there was not, there was not enough cameras on this puck uh, mm-hmm. that they could have changed their minds, but all of Twitter seemingly figured it out. And we were all on the same side. So it, it was pretty bad. So it look, it's happening in every sport, but uh, we're in 2023. Like you have to be able to get these calls accurate. If you're going to take the time to review them. So NHL uh, and the referee crew, a bad job. And you get the more of the week. So the, Roger Goodell as the mensch and then, which is NHL totally off brand as moron. I, and we have um, officials as moron, which is back. Somebody put something in Eddie's Cheerios. Um, okay. So my moron this week is Dylan, the villain Brooks. Mm. Now, first of all, he called LeBron old. We've all seen that. I, I don't think we should be age shaming, especially someone that's like that much better than you. And then he goes on to have, he, he, so he goes on this tirade about yes. how like, he doesn't care about LeBron. He doesn't matter. He's old until someone puts 40 on him. And then since then he's had two terrible games. <laughs> so he's seven for 24 of shooting. He's getting booed out of crypto. He gets ejected for hitting LeBron James in his parts which seems to be the only way to get ejected now they're like if the reps unless are, you're Draymond green then there's plenty of ways tracking down on them hitting each other in the balls they go you hit each other in the balls you're out of here i mean it's truly like a third grade playground um and then in addition to that so it's like he he goes on a tirade then he mm-hmm. plays terribly then he either refuses to talk to the media or he blames the media and the fans for making him the villain and it's like dylan that you can't just lean in at this point yeah. do a press conference and go yeah i i I didn't have it or or still be a villain in the press conference but to say we've made this up 
I will not be gaslit by Dylan Brooks. And I do feel sad when they boot him. When I was at the game, I kept thinking Dylan Brooks is someone's baby. You know, like he is someone's Conrad. You got to get over this feeling, feeling bad because even people you hate, you still feel bad for. But guess what? But then I go, something happened to Dylan Brooks. No. (laughs) And then I'm like, we got to fit. I wish we could get some sort of acne situation. Like there's just a lot going on there and maybe it's more about the acne. Um, but I really, I I don't understand what's going on in his brain. And I, and I do think he's hurting his team through all of yeah, this too. I so yes, I guess that's like the real issue. I bet they're looking at him like, shut up dog. Um, yeah. So- I think the Grizzlies are going to have to have um, a lot of players only meetings this offseason they, because they're a very talented team where a lot of off-court <clears throat> things happened that affected them on the court yeah they need to go on one of those ropes courses they need yeah, to do some they need trust falls they mm-hmm. need to have like some camping out in the woods we're making hot dogs on an open flame let's tell each Kumbaya, other we're yes. singing we're singing carols and then the boy scouts i'm totally with you yes Megan Grizzlies um, to Boy Scout camp. Yes. Megan, who is your moron this week? My moron this week is our coworker, Kevin Hench, one of the hosts of the Minus Three podcast on the Extra Points Network. Um, Kevin Hench went on the show, and I'm all for making fun of each other. I like Mm -hmm. it. I think conflict is good. Mm -hmm. Um, This one came out of left field, though. Kevin Hench, out of nowhere, um, went to had the audacity to say after Sal and many others had so many wonderful compliments for me after my sub three hour marathon, Sal claiming that it's the biggest sports accomplishment of anybody on staff, which I really appreciated. Eddie backed up multiple people backed up. Um, And um, I was, I was very flattered by that. Kevin Hench on the other hand says that this is not an athletic accomplishment and says that running actually isn't a sport. And what is more impressive than breaking three hours of the marathon is shooting 54 of 62 from the free throw line in high school basketball. And that, and that's something Um, he did. Yes. Yes. Which also I did some research and that wouldn't even qualify him for a top shooting percentage on maxpreps.com for high school because he didn't get to the line enough times, which is probably because he didn't play often enough because he's not good enough to contribute to his team. But listen, I'm going to save all of that for minus three when Kevin Hench and I, um, address each other. We're going to go face to face on minus three, but I'm giving him my moron of the week. And you guys can all tune in um, to that conversation this week. I feel like a lawyer. I've been prepping it all. I have a whole file together. I can tell. Counterpoint all of this. Um, My haircut is really, is really living up to its, its building. I went to get my nails done last week and I sat next to a girl who is a wrestler, also goes to the same place. Mm -hmm. Sat mm-hmm. next to me, the nail guy was like, Megan, I had no idea you worked in wrestling. I would have guessed you were a lawyer. And I was like, this <gasps> stupid haircut. Of course, cool. I have a lawyer haircut. I do. Cool. So um, can you know. I can I throw two of my um sports accomplishments in there? Uh, yeah, let's throw it in there. I won my first ever varsity tennis match when I was a freshman in high school. So that's pretty impressive. At it is. at a school, it was an away match at a school where it is rumored that a former grand dragon of the KKK is buried beneath the high school football field. And I went out there and I said, I'm going to F this biatch up. And I did. Thank you. And then also there is an award at my high school named after me called the Megan Gailey Pretty in Pink Award. And it is given to a senior golfer who displays coachability, leadership, and something else. Very proud of you. (laughs) I would also just like to point out right now that Megan Gailey still does not know how to ride a bike. We will work on it. Does know how to ride a bike. I'm guessing Raymond Hall, who was uh, last weekend's prop quiz winner with seven, right? There's also, we're doing a very fun thing. It's the inaugural extra points prop draft draft. And I had the third pick. I went yesterday and I picked for, in honor of us that the Big Ten was going to um, have over eight and a half players drafted in the first round. Yes. And Sal retweeted it and a listener made fun of me and oh, said, did, you, where, did she go to the Harry school of picking? And it's like, I, 
sir, I didn't, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm just trying to have a nice time in a contest that's not real. Listen, I think eight and a half over could easily happen. You gave Northwestern a shout out. They will have a first rounder this year. I know that is shocking news to a lot of people, but there is an offensive lineman out of Northwestern who is an absolute stud, and he's going to be probably the top offensive lineman taken. I think eight and a half, it's going to be right around there. I'm probably going to get made fun of because I'll give you a little teaser. I'm taking the exact opposite of Dave Damashek, which is over one and a half running backs, which I know is unpopular in today's world. We don't respect running backs anymore, but I do think two are going to go in the first round. Which isn't a lot, but the overall no, is really not a lot. So. Um, okay, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with lots of NBA news. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and so much more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. Must be 21 plus. Must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia, if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Washington, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. In Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. We are back, and Ime Adoka is also back after all of the controversy surrounding his inappropriate relationship with a Celtic staffer. We still don't know the dirty details about this, and I want to know the dirty details about this. Um, there's got to be something more to the situation, but it's not the Celtics' problem anymore. It's now Houston's problem. How long before he sleeps with somebody's wife in Houston, Texas? Well, and also, it's just like, hasn't the city of Houston like kind of had enough at this point. I mean, (laughs) that is where most of, if not all of the Deshaun Watson um, misconduct and all of those allegations came out. It's just like, I I don't know. When stuff like this happens, I go, isn't there a 
isn't there? And he, it baffles me. The Rockets are a mess. Um, I also feel like it's kind of unfair to the Celtics, right? Like they had to fire him because there's more to this story that they're not letting out. Right. But we knew Ime was going to get another job. So they fire him or they suspend him. However you want to frame it. It's like, but he's going to get hired again by somewhere else. And now the Celtics can't have him. Listen, I think their new coach, Joe Mazzola, has done an okay job this year. I also don't really like him. And I don't think many Celtics no, fans do like really him. Silly. He doesn't call full time out. His media interviews are terrible. Yeah. He is borderline awkward all of the time, no matter what he's saying. But, like, it's okay for this guy to go coach for another team. It just doesn't seem fair to Celtics fans or to the Celtics organization. Well, and I think that's what you're saying. And again, we don't know the full story. So it's like the Celtics may have been like, maybe their hand wasn't forced. Maybe they go, oh, this is bad enough that like good riddance. Um, In positive news, your guy, Paolo Banchero, won Rookie of the Year. You had money on that, right? I did. I had money on that. And then I also had money on Bull Bull of the Orlando Magic to win most improved player. In my mind, he was the most improved player. No team wanted him. And he came in and made an impact for Orlando. But how these things work, if you're not a good team, um, you're not competitive, they don't really care about you enough. So Lori, um, I'm going to totally butcher that. Can you say it? Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, it is Lori Markinen. You know, it's uh, spelled the exact same way. And and, and the incredible news about him is he just joined the Finnish army. Um, He is originally from Finland and he I believe he volunteered. I don't think it's required service. Maybe it is. And he had a pass out of it because he's a NBA player. Mm -hmm. Um, But pictures have come out of him. He's cut the hair. He's in the Finnish army. Now, I don't think Finland is on the verge of any. uh, wars, but I th- they actually may be helping in Ukraine. Who knows? I really don't know um, the the Finnish diplomacy, but kudos to him. I mean, a, yeah, a, we respect the troops here at Megan Fun of Sports. Oh, so and, kudos and you know the Lori. sports sports loves the troops, and now mm-hmm. we got a sport and a troop. Um, okay. Now into the playoffs, which is the meat of what's going on. There have been some teams eliminated. The Nets out. I forgot they were in. Um, Me too. The Timberwolves out. That was a brutal one. Um, Has anyone else fallen yet? I've got it right here in front of me. I think we've had one more team bounced. Knicks have a 3-1 lead over the Cavs. So, oh my God. I mean, and the these, Cavs are hanging York, on for dear life. Yeah, these New York fans are truly celebrating in wild fashion. Oh, and the Clippers. The Clippers were eliminated last night. Why Leonard hurt who, you know, who doesn't play he, like he doesn't, you know, play. it is interesting because he doesn't play and he also doesn't speak. So we can't really get a feel on what is going on for Kawhi Leonard. But when he does play, he is the best player He's on the incredible. Court. He those the, he looked so good. But I, but I do wonder if if playing irregularly in the regular season does open you up for more injury. Like, I don't think he sits because of trying to avoid injury. I think it's wear and tear and and he Mm -hmm. just sort of has carved out to do what he wants, but it almost seems like that inactivity makes him more ripe for getting injured because he does. Like if he had been in, they were giving the Suns a series there. So it's, yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed. He also, he doesn't want to play anywhere. Like he wants to play in LA. So there's only two yeah, teams. Yeah. Um, so it's like, I don't even, CJ and I were having a long conversation about this last night of like, okay, Paul George kept being like, I I promise I can't play. I'm really hurt. And it's like, okay, playoff P. And then Kawhi, <laughs> I, he doesn't want to go anywhere else. And it doesn't yeah, seem he like just they would goes force dead him. silent too. Russ has been a lot of places and and it seemed like this was a very successful version of that. And I'm so happy for them. Even when they got eliminated last night, I said, well, now Russ can spend more time with his kids. I always see the glass half full for my King Russ, but it's like, I, I, CJ was saying he does not see this Clippers team being blown up because there's nowhere to blow them. Yeah. And at this point, it's like what we see of Kawhi is fantastic. But I heard a stat earlier today. I think in his three seasons with the Clippers, he played. He has played fifty-two games. Fifty-two which games in not... three years, which is 
far too few games, especially yeah. if you're spending the money to have a player like Kawhi Leonard. I, I you know, Steve Ballmer is frustrated, and and you can tell Ty Lue, who's a really good coach, is as well. Okay, you know um, who else is frustrated? Celtics fans, because last night the Celtics had the opportunity to seal the series at home lock up a win and they did not respect the Hawks nearly enough could never put the game away and Trey Young hit a three-pointer to take the lead with seven seconds left and crushed everybody in the TD Garden's heart crushed the hearts of everybody in the TD Garden um and I watched this entire game I think the Celtics had it coming because like I said they never put the game away. It almost seemed like they didn't respect the Atlanta mm-hmm. Hawks. And yeah. I even said live on this podcast last week that I would not want Trey Young to be the star of my team. But it seemed like the Celtics completely forgot what Trey Young can do. And that is hit clutch three pointers. And he did that in their face to win the game. Um, another absolutely shocking performance was a 56 point game from Jimmy Butler the other night. The Heat, the Heat and eight seed are now up 3-1 over the Bucks. Now mm-hmm. we're big Buckheads here. And and Giannis has been hurt. He did come back and it, it almost seemed like they weren't going to bring him back until it was dire and they needed him. And then maybe they brought him back and we're like, oh, even if he's at 70%, that's still good. And then Jimmy Butler has an all-time game. Yes. And, and now the Bucks are on the verge of elimination. And like, uh, yes, do I think it's possible for them to come back? Yes, of course it's possible. Do I think it's probable? I absolutely no. do not. Then that's what I think happened to the Celtics, right? They look at their path. It's like, okay, the Bucks are banged up. We got to get through Miami. There's a bunch of other injuries to star players going around. Their path keeps getting easier and easier. However, they got caught sleeping last night against the Hawks. And now they need to take care of business on the road in Atlanta to end the series. You don't want to go to a game seven, not in round one. No, 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 no. no. Um, So Lakers have a chance to close it out tonight against the Grizzlies. CJ says they got to do it tonight. You know, it's how how you are talking about the Celtics. It's like Mm -hmm. you you got when you got that three one league, you got to You got to lay down the hammer. The most compelling series continues to be Kings Warriors, which is now tied at two. To game five tonight. It's um, it's a really fun series. I I guess as someone who loves a Lakers fan, the good thing is these two teams are maybe just tiring each other out, beating up on each other, mm-hmm. and and they'll be depleted. But I, I, Megan, I'm with you. I want this Kings team to win. Yeah, it'd be fun. I love fun. Monk. I love I love all of these young stars here, and and your old King Sabonis. Yeah. as well. I know, I know it's I, tough for you because no, no, it's jersey. not. No, okay. it's absolutely not. Cause then I think that's a trade that really, really worked out for both teams. Um, and then I get to go, Oh, the Pacers are in the playoffs, even though they're absolutely not. Okay. Well, I think team- it would be kind of fun though. And I know you don't believe in them, but if you look at the championship winner odds, the Lakers are at plus nine fifty right now. Mm-hmm. It's not insane to throw a little bit of money on that, especially to the point that you mentioned, these two teams are tiring each other out. I do think the Kings would be an easier opponent for the Lakers. I think the TV partners, they all want of the course. Warriors, obviously, but, um, Plus 950, the way this Lakers team has looked, not terrible. Well, and I think the TV partner also want the Lakers. Um, speaking of the Warriors, there was a fun little story that I sent you via Instagram. Draymond Green's podcast. Haven't listened to it, but sometimes clips come out. That's like the fun thing about it. You don't need to listen to these full no. podcasts of these athletes because it's like. Except oh, ours. You need to listen to the no, full not Megan Fulton book. We're but, not I mean, we are. Well, you're you're, an, the you're golf. an athlete. You're an you athlete. Were, you know, yeah. you're, you have the golf right. award. I right. have the running. We yes, are both athletes. So um, Damian Lillard was on Draymond Green's podcast, even though it seemed like it might be Damian Lillard's podcast because Draymond was talking the whole time. But I'm a talker and do the same thing. But Draymond says that he was not invited to Harrison Barnes' wedding because of the KD trade. But Steph, Clay, I'm guessing maybe even Steve Kerr, everybody else was. He said he didn't care. He goes, well, I don't care. I don't care. And it's like, you're talking about it. What I believe now is years later on your own podcast. Draymond, I think you do care definitely cares there. If he didn't care, he wouldn't have even noticed that he wasn't invited. He is bitter about this. He is mad that he wasn't there for the pictures. I'm sure the spread was fantastic. Oh, at that yeah. Wedding and, and wedding. 
He's very upset that he was not involved in this, but he wouldn't bring it up if he wasn't upset. No. And that's why I just, I like when men are petty because I think women get blamed for being petty and caring about that stuff. Yes. And it's like, yeah, like how does Draymond, but Draymond is exactly the type of person who notices every invitation and every non-invitation. Like he, he's got a kill list and it's just people who's like birthdays that he was not included in. And this is interesting because this is the second time in like a two month span that we've had a wedding situation come up before it was that Josh McDaniels was not invited to a wedding. And now we have Draymond not invited to a wedding. I thought that men would be jumping for joy when they found out that they didn't have to go to a wedding. Like my husband and I are going to a wedding in a couple of weeks and he's like, oh, I got to fly with the suit. I got to do the whole thing. It is a process. Us gals, we love going to the weddings. We love putting on the dresses. We love the dancing. Um, I don't think men feel the same way about the weddings. No, and we, CJ and I were going to a wedding and he was like, now I don't want you going in there going, ours was this and we had this instead. And I go, I would never do that. And then we get there and you know who was doing that? Yeah. CJ. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, save it for the car. Save it for the car. It is interesting because after you have your own wedding, every wedding you go to, you're just yeah. like, well, it would have been better if they, may- wait, if they did it the way I did. Maybe that's why Draymond wanted to go. So he could be like, their flowers suck. Um <laughs> Okay, I think that's a I think we've done a great NBA roundup. As was mentioned at the top of the show, it is draft week. I'm trying but, to get But excited. before we get to draft week, we have some oh very important news to to dissect here. It is extremely important. And it is not only the fact that Aaron Rodgers has now been traded to the Jets. It is official. It is that Aaron Rodgers was traded to the Jets. While Mercury is in retrograde. Now, we have discussed Mercury in retrograde on this very podcast many times. And the number one rule about Mercury in retrograde is that you do not sign any contracts. You do not make any big decisions. We know Aaron Rodgers is a crystal guy. This cannot be well for Jets fans. I'm just saying it right now. Terrible timing for this. Wait another week. Wait until Mercury is out of retrograde. This is not going to end well. See, and I think what it also proves is that Aaron Rodgers is just a phony, where it's like, (laughs) if you really believed that much in this stuff, you wouldn't do that. But like, he doesn't actually, you know, he just wants to do ayahuasca. And it's like, dog, you can just do drugs. You don't have to pretend (laughs) that you're smart to do them. Um, Yes. Okay. So. He is well, this is also a tough time for draft people, too. I mean, we are drafting players, making lifetime decisions while Mercury is yeah, in retrograde. Yeah. I just think the NFL might need to adjust this. Now, did you see that picture? I think it was from NFL Live, and it was like all the panelists and it's them being like, huh, oh, and, and I think it was them reacting to the fact that the trade happened. And when I saw the trade happen, I went, like, it was just like, we knew it was, I coming, went, we knew it was coming. Finally, yeah. finally, can we just stop talking about this? I mean, the fact that we had to wait over a month for it to happen is classic Aaron Rodgers anyway. And I almost think, I don't think, I almost think that he did this on purpose, the Mercury and retrograde thing, because he is no longer with his former crystal girlfriend. He's allegedly with Bucks the Bucks owner's, owner's daughter, daughter. who's younger than <laughs> me. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is obviously way older than both of us. So that's interesting, but I digress. So maybe he did this as like a, to get the ex's attention. Yeah. So the Jets get Aaron Rodgers and then the 15th and 170th pick. Packers receive first round, second round, 207th. I don't know where that falls. And then I believe another conditional pick. When I saw it, I go, oh, I actually don't think that's a ton. No. And it's basically that second round pick can turn into a first round pick if Aaron Rodgers plays the majority of the season. Right. It's the, it's the Carson Wentz deal that the Colts had. Um, I, I didn't think it was a ton. And then I remembered how old he is. Yeah. And I was like, mm, maybe it's But fine. he also is one year removed from the MVP season. So if this deal didn't happen, I'm convinced that Aaron Rodgers would have sat out because I don't think he was going to play for the Packers regardless. Now, the Jets are perennial losers. Um, mm-hmm. And to the point where we both worked in sports enough, we know people inside the Jets organization have had to call um, news broadcast and be like, hey, can you please stop making fun of us? <laughs> um, you know, they're just like a classic punchline in that way. And, and so I, I feel for them that is sad. Is this Super Bowl or it's a failure? 
Uh, I mean, for Jets fans, it's like, can we just get to the playoffs first and then talk Super Bowl later? The funniest story out of all of this is Zach Wilson's reaction, because he said before and he said this even before Aaron Rodgers was drafted. He said that he's going to make Aaron Rodgers life a living hell day in and day out of practice. I would love to see this. I also was dying laughing at the reports coming out of Zach Wilson's mother's reaction to this, because this is what we all need to know. We need to know what Mama Wilson thinks about Aaron Rodgers joining the same team as her little baby boy. And she said that she's always been a fan of Rodgers. So she said, Lord have mercy. Um, Okay. Now I would love if Aaron Rodgers started dating Zach Wilson's mom. Now that would be good. And I'm sure they're close to the same age. Yeah. When I saw that he was like, I'm going to make his life a living hell. My initial reaction was to laugh. And then my second reaction was, you know what? This swagger, this is how he pulls those mature women. Cause mm. he, he puffs up his little chest and you say, I'm a big boy now. And they go, Ooh, you are. Okay. He does love moms. Aaron Rodgers does not love his mom. They actually don't speak. So maybe <laughs> that's how he's going to get under his skin. Get with Aaron uh, Rodgers' mom that he's a yeah, can the Jets be the Hard Knocks team? They didn't make the playoffs and yes. they don't have a new coach. Yes, we uh, need the Jets on Hard Knocks And it would piss him off so much. Um, okay, so switching over to draft news. There, as, as Eddie mentioned, there is, yeah, there is some mystery. The two main mm-hmm. stories, um, Will Levis, is that how you say it? Yes, it is. Boy Who Hates Me. Now, not not Raquel Levis, who has also been in the news, right? Yes. From all the scandal, yes, all the reality TV drama. So these related? Levises. I don't think so. Okay. So there was an anonymous post that said he, on Reddit, so a grain, um, that said he was telling friends and family he was going first overall. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why I laughed at that. No, I, I don't think this is true. There is also, and, and this is not on Reddit. These are reports that are coming out. CJ Stroud's, the test is called an S2. Yes. Um, and it is. This is no of, longer the Wonderlick test, yes. right? It's yes. S2 this has is, replaced it. Yes. So we had the um, SAT and the ACT. Now we have the S2 and the S2. So the S2 score has been leaked and, and the score is low. He has been asked about it. And he said, I'm a football player, not a test taker. I said, OK, I'm, that's kind of cool. That's but cool listen, response. his score was not only low. It was 18 percent okay, out of 100. Now, I get it. You're not a test taker. But you can score above 18% on a test. Come on, bro. But here's the thing, too, is whoever administered the test, they have been interviewed and they they were shown the, these leaks and they said two of the scores that were leaked were not accurate. So we don't even know if that's the accurate Well, I hope score. it's not accurate because if you got eight, you have to try to get 18% out of 100 on a test. You have to try to be that bad. Well, for me, I was kind of happy to hear this because I've wanted the Colts to draft CJ Stroud the whole time. And it felt like he was going to be out of reach. Mm -hmm. But now there's report. He's dropping. He's dropping. He's going to be a bust. And it's like, uh, okay, like it. it, Yeah, he's a bust. He's a bust. Like, I'm trying to perpetuate this. I'm like 18. No, it wasn't accurate. It was 17. Like, I want it to be even more because I want the Colts to be able to get him. Mm -hmm. No way. I mean, and and now we're a day out. And at this point, the GMs and, and scouts, they've seen them. They've interviewed them. They have a good sense that even if a test is is this low, could that really bump someone from picking him that had well, their heart set that it was going to be a good pick? Well, I don't know who showed up at his birthday party. That's what we really need to find out. Was the test score low and did no one show up at his birthday party? We need to know. These are the important things that general managers need to study in the NFL in order to decide who they are drafting. But I think yeah. 18 out of 100 in Indiana, he'll be yeah. all right. Yeah, that's uh, he's Val Victorian um, <laughs> <laughs> of every Indiana school. Um, OK, so, Megan, we love to see the fashions, the moms, the girlfriends, mm. the phones. Well, next week, we're going to have a whole girlfriend review, yeah. which last draft I did with Harry. I think you will be much better you at don't this need, than no, Harry. Harry doesn't we, need to be reviewing women. <laughs> we did an over under on how long their relationship was going to last based on what we what we see, saw. I said what we see, what we saw mm. at the the draft last year. So we're going to do that next next week on Megan Fun of Sports. Yes. Um Titans GM Ran, Ran Carson, never heard of this man. Um says they have not received calls about Derrick Henry and uh, I guess it's considered an aged 
uh, running back at this point. They are not sharp. They are not shopping him um, despite reports everywhere that they're trying to move him. Um, Listen, I think they should keep Derrick Henry, right? I don't think they should pay him, but why would you not keep him? I see on here right now, Cardinals uniform, new uniforms, um, and they they want our thoughts. So I need to Google it right now to see the what Cardinals these look like. Cardinals are the number one team that I forget exists. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. Oh, and I typed in Cardinals uniforms and you know what I got? St. Louis Cardinals. So Google also. And like for a baseball to. team to come up before an NFL team, like that shows you the world's kind of forgotten the Cardinals too. Um, okay. I see their new uniforms um, with the ARZ. They, sure. they honestly don't look that different to me. I think they're you, all right. You know, I'm not a fan of the state of Arizona. Um, I just, yeah, I go with, I'm good. Um, Joe Burrow and Justin Jefferson both had their options picked up. No big shock there. The Colts. Oh boy. Um, we do need to get our minds together. Someone sent me their Colts schedule and then they go, oh, I should have done this instead of this. And I'm thinking maybe to just doing that. <laughs> I'm like, do I need to share the winnings with them if that's the case? No, we're going to come up with our own. We need to put get put on a Google um, Drive share list okay. together and come up with this whole thing so that we can win a million dollars. I was actually, I'm a frequent Zillow consumer. Yeah. I'm yeah. on Zillow more than any other app on my phone. And I started to think if we won a million dollars, what can I buy with a million dollar? Pasadena, baby. Pasadena. Oh, um, yes. well, you know, you don't get the full million, Megan. You have to split it with me well, and then we have to pay taxes. No, we're not paying the taxes. Remember, we're having oh, Ursa pay the taxes. Oh, oh right, yeah. Right. In Florida. Either mm-hmm. We got two outs. We got two outs. Yeah. Um. So th- for all the listeners who want to also get in on this, the final deadline is April 30th. You got to have okay. your picks in by April 30th. Oh, okay. shoot. We don't have that much time. All right. No, so we, we will get together and we will reveal it next week yes. on Megan Fun of Sports, along with our girlfriend review over under on relationships. Things to look forward to. Um, Let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with a very quick baseball update because then I have to go to a laser hair removal appointment. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails? Your workout routine. Especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups and sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up and power your buys and tries the right way or de-stress with some cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, we are back and I have massive news for you all. Absolutely massive news. The Chicago White Sox have contacted me. We've been in contact. And they have asked me to throw out a first pitch at guaranteed rate field. This is a childhood dream. I am so excited about it. We have not selected a date yet. July 29th was thrown around. Now there's some conflict with the family. So I'm trying to figure out another day. But it is probably going to be in August, late July, sometime around there. Um And this past weekend, um, my husband and I went to Dick's, picked up a new glove. Oh my gosh, gloves are so expensive. I got the cheap gloves and the cheap glove was $89. (gasps) Joe Biden's America. Wow. It is wild how expensive these gloves are. And if you're a parent, like you have a sports kid, you're like, I might as well get the more expensive one because if they really like it, then I'm going to have to get a new one eventually. So we'll just splurge um, at the beginning. So we went to the field. I was, uh, you know. Doing some long toss, warming up. Not going to lie, the shoulder was a little sore. I sent you guys a picture of me icing it. That was just a joke. I didn't really ice it, but I just took the picture because I wanted to make you all laugh. Um, And then the even bigger news, you're going to laugh at this. 
Uh, AJ Pruszynski of the White Sox of the 2005 World Series champion White Sox follows me on Instagram and we have exchanged DMs here and there. He does not have a blue check mark, so it might just be some wrestling fan that's pretending to be AJ Pruszynski. Not sure. I think it's the real one though. He always posts his podcast. So I'm just going to I'm just going to go along with the thumbs up that it is. The okay, real well one. don't send them any nudes until you verify it's him. <laughs> All right, I'll lay off on the nudes that I just send out there on the internet all the time. Um, but I DM'd him, told him the news about the White Sox, sent him my very best video of me throwing from the mound. And he said, where do you live? I said, I live in Orlando. He said, so do I. If you would like to practice, I'll meet you and we can practice. Andrew, so, what does Andrew say? Andrew was like, wow, I guess I've, I've already, uh, I don't, Lost I don't you. need to practice with you oh. anymore. But AJ and I are going to meet up and um, have a little throwing session. It is him, Megan. I know it is him. I did look it up. Everything he said checks out. So uh, I'm going to meet up with one of my childhood oh heroes, my AJ Krasinski, and work on throwing wild. out this first pitch. This, this, is, this is, is unbelievable. I want Andrew there because I feel like <laughs> there's something, there's something sexy going on. A famous soccer player who I do not follow DM'd me yesterday. Hi, Megan, waving hand emoji. And I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> you better get out of here. Maybe it's because I posted a story of my big fat booty um, at the outside of crypto. And I was like, yeah, you know, that took some attention. <laughs> here, we both, just, we both just might get killed via Instagram. It's fine. Um, I know, I know nothing about baseball that's happening right now. I well, see the-, the White Sox make me so depressed. They oh, are great. one of the worst teams in baseball right now. Their record after they lose this game that they're down. I just got a notification. What are they down right now? Oh, they're down four nothing to the Blue Jays. And once they lose this game, they will be seven and sixteen. So it's been a great season so far. Um, oh, I'm seeing team. I'm seeing here Mikey Meatballs will have to face the cap of consequences for picking the Pirates to lose 10 games first. Bad news for Mikey Meatballs. The Pirates now officially have lost $100 million player. The Royals and the White Sox and the Athletics still do not. Um, mm. And I do know Fernando Tatis has returned to the Padres. I don't know how it's going, but welcome back. And I hope your ringworm has healed. Megan, before we go, can I just see this top you're wearing? Oh, I have a great little outfit on. I was teaching a class today. So I have white. Hi- These are the white pants I wore to the Celtics game when I had that cute, cute outfit on. Yeah, high waist pants. And then, and then a little white corset. Okay, I love yes. it. So. Um, I do need to go. You look like you could be a draft day girlfriend. And I oh, mean that with love. You. Wow. Uh, thank you. I'm honored. Go Lakers. And... And go me because I'm about to have my parents and in-laws staying with me for the next week. Oh boy. Good luck to you. We will see you all next week. Best of luck to everybody who is gambling on the draft. Make sure you follow along at extra points so you can get all of our draft day content and our extra points prop draft draft on Twitter. We will see you guys next week. Bye.